0: Hey guys, just before the episode starts, we thought we'd jump on in here with a little
1: goddamn freaking ad for you all. This is news, baby. We have started a brand new Patreon Patreon.com slash Total Reboot. If you sign up to our Patreon for just $5 a month, you will gain access to our bonus content known as... Total Reboot Riffs,
0: where we're going to be rebooting films that exist out there in the world, but putting our own little
1: frickin' spin on them. That's right, babies. We're going to be pitching our reboots to movies that already exist, but we're going to make them a little bit better. We're also going to be doing some commentaries that
0: go over original tracks, so you can sync them up, you can sit at home, pop on Reservoir Dogs or some shit like that, Mm -hmm. and listen to us talk over it.
1: Right now, you have access to at least one episode, which I think is very, very funny. People have been loving it so far. They have already signed up to the Patreon. Mm -hmm. It is our reboot of American Pie. Alexi style. It's based on my life as a teenager now. And it's weirdly hornier and yet more woke at the same time. Far more woke than the original. And still we're getting some commentaries up there for you. And one of them we've been talking about doing, we plan to do a Mike Myers horny box set of commentaries.
0: That's right. Every single Mike Myers movie. <laughs> we just committed to it
1: now. We are going to do them.
0: No, we'll just do the Austin Powers ones.
1: For now, but yeah. then we shall do every single other Mike Myers movie on their bar Pete's Medial.
0: We have to do Pete's Medial. Okay. we got to do all of them.
1: So join up to patreon.com slash totalreboot. $5 will get you everything for the hornier level. For horny babies, at $6.90. 6.90 hmm, That sounds
0: familiar to something Six
1: nine. makes me feel hungry for, I don't know, dinner for two or something mm, I could eat for two, that's for sure <laughs> That is going to get you nothing extra It's you. the
0: exact same thing, exact but it's just a little thing. bit hornier
1: Yeah, so it's the one to go for, and baby And maybe we'll shout you out on the podcast Maybe we will, we will yeah. shout you out So join us <laughs> over at patreon.com slash reboot. Enjoy the show the jungle, babies. You are listening to Total Reboot, the only podcast in the history of mankind and our ancestors the dinosaurs about (laughs) cinema my name is alexi toliopoulos i'm one of the titular characters of this show and with me as always is the other titular character cameron james it's great to be uh you know a titular character i'm so excited to be titular
0: and you're uh, titular i'm titular i'm the titular
1: titular you've been announced as titular titular of course when you say titular can i ask you are you referring to titular (laughs) the (laughs) porno parody of dracula
0: yes it's a she's a Sexy vampire who can only be killed by a dick being driven through her heart That's Titula <laughs> That is canon, baby And that's, it's a famous porno horror movie Everyone's seen it everyone's, Everyone knows it
1: Everyone's seen it, everyone's lived and it, everyone's I gone through it And I have just been announced
0: as playing Titula in the reboot In the
1: reboot t- yeah. Titula returns Yeah, uh, it's gender swapped Yeah <laughs> Titula is now Dickula Yeah <laughs> Count Dicula. Yeah, I'm Count Diccula. I I'm, want to fuck your blood. He's called Count Dicular
0: because he has multiple dicks and you
1: have to count them <laughs> all. One. Ha 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 today, Cameron, we are all about reboots, remakes, and ripoffs in cinema. Mm-hmm. And of course today we are talking about a reboot. We We are. have been talking about what in the past?
0: We've been diving deep into the jungles just out of Costa Rica, talking about Jurassic Park and its sequels. And this week, of course, we're talking about the rebooted franchise, which shall henceforth be known as the Jurassic Park world universe It is different baby It's the same but it's different it's a reboot it's a sequel it's a legacy sequel cool. It's a soft reboot Yeah It it's is in re- the same world imagination Yeah it's in a the same invention
1: <laughs> It isn't in the same universe it is just reinventing things for a whole new generation A whole new generation of scares Oh god We've moved from the Jurassic period. We're now in the Cretaceous period. (laughs) Hey, why don't we just dive
0: right in with a little look back at Jurassic World.
1: So we're going to be talking about both these films as a reboot. Of course, Jurassic World, directed by Colin Trevorrow. Then Jurassic World, Colin Fallen Kingdom, directed by J.A. Boyana, Juan Antonio Bayona. But we will be starting out with Jurassic World. Then we'll go on a bigger focus on Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. And uh, full disclosure, as we mentioned last week, we
0: saw Fallen Kingdom before it came out in your cinemas. You at plebs. We saw it at a premiere screen. At the
1: premiere. We were not invited. I snuck in. We snuck
0: in. It was awesome. We snuck in Ocean's Eleven style.
1: I was in a little cart. Cameron was wearing <laughs> a large nose. We snuck in <laughs> pretending we were other people. And we watched the movie, and we stole Pez dispensers. We got Pez dispensers. We got chippies. We got gummies. We got biros. So we
0: are—we have, uh, you know, we've seen this a lot longer before you guys. We've had plenty of time to marinate it on it. So don't be freaked out if our takes are more intelligent than
1: yours. <laughs> what Cameron is meaning to say is, we are recording We're recording this,
0: this three weeks in advance.
1: Three weeks in advance. <laughs> you are listening to something in the past, not unlike dinosaurs right now. So we do not actually know the full on. Reception of this film We do not know the How much money It has made We have murmurs of it From other people That have seen the premiere And what mm-hmm. um, Critics have been saying Online on Letterboxd And other websites And stuff like that So we'll be talking about The response so far But it might be different By the time this has come out
0: I'm hoping there's A critical reevaluation. <laughs> I hope there's a
1: renaissance For <laughs> Jurassic World <laughs> at Fallen Kingdom So let's dive in Evacuate the island She's a highly intelligent animal. She will kill anything that moves. Two decades after the events of Jurassic Park, Isla Nubla now features a fully functioning dinosaur theme park, Jurassic World, as originally envisioned by John Hammond. Wow. So that is the world that we are living in now.
0: We're living in Jurassic World.
1: Jurassic World. It's a new age. It's a new dawn.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This time the park is back and it's... Right up to date with the current technologies, and bigger trends.
1: and better than ever.
0: Where were you when, first of all, Princess Diana died, and secondly, I was in
1: preschool. <laughs> I was in preschool, and my mum was beside herself. <laughs> she would have been gutted. She was, she was the people's princess. She was. Your mother was. My mother was the. Pe- I have told you about that. This, uh, this is a bizarre thing. This is a bit of a tangent we're going to go on. Okay, but my mother. God bless her soul My mother's name is Still with us by the way (laughs) She's still with us My mother's name is Anastasia Anastasia We say it But it's spelled Anastasia And that's what people called her a lot Anastasia My name is Alexei The Romanov children were Anastasia and Alexei And when I was a child I truly believed for a few weeks Mm. That my mother was the princess And I was actually not her son but her brother And we had escaped the Russian revolution Because I didn't know how history worked You thought you were your mother's brother Yes So kind of a reverse Jack Nicholson (laughs) Reverse jacked. I Are mean, we reverse jacked? I thought we were the escaped, the escaped Russian royal family. Oh my And being gosh. Greek was like a a, a big, cover. A cover. Were you dropped as a child? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe Anastasia had come out, and I was like, "Fuck, that's that's us. compelling evidence. That is compelling us. evidence."
0: Um, I'm actually direct descendant of Rasputin. <laughs>
1: Oh no, donkey dick rescued himself. Did he have a big dick? Yeah, famously. That's awesome. He had a hammer. (laughs) A hammer and a sickle, baby. That's what got him in the end. So good. That's so good. Um, So that's where I was when Diana died. Okay, but where
0: were you when you first heard about Jurassic World? And tell
1: me what your initial thoughts were. Initial thoughts, (laughs) absolute honesty. Uh, I was so excited when I heard this because I heard uh, it was happening around the same time the Star Wars reboot was happening Mm -hmm. and name floating around for both of them was Colin Trevorrow. Uh And I had seen his independent film, Safety Not Guaranteed, starring Joe Johnson and Aubrey Plaza and Mm -hmm. Mark Duplass. Jake Johnston, not Joe Johnston. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Joe Johnson's
0: director of Jurassic Park 3.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Jake Johnson. Aubrey uh, Plaza and Mark Duplass Yeah, Mark Duplass And I loved it It's good I, lo- I really, really loved that film mm. And to hear that someone like that Was getting a big chance To make a big blockbuster Of either a, Of two giant franchises I was gunning for him To go mm. for them mm. I then saw Jurassic World And truly did not like it at all mm. Then my opinion over Colin Trevorrow Over the last few years Has shifted with the zeitgeist I've been part of it People <laughs> poo-pooing him People <laughs> naysaying him And I Because I, even though I truly love that film <laughs> I am part of the people You've saying cyber that you
0: cyber-bullying him on Twitter
1: <laughs> I'm one of those people That have declared that he <laughs> is A symptom of white male privilege in Hollywood Dude, you're part of the problem, dude <laughs> You're a symptom, you're part of the problem Dude, okay, you're brother? a symptom, okay, dude was Dude, it? you're If I was to make a show about you, would be called Meet the oh, symptoms God. The symptoms, dude, and you're Homer You're Homer's symptom You're Homer's symptom, dude You're original <laughs> symptom yeah, you, hey boy. I can picture you going Hey boy, up. it's me, the original Homer Simpson <laughs> Boy, I'm gonna get you It's me, Homer Simpson Don't know the cow, cow dude, one. I'm Bart Simpson <laughs> Cowbunga, dude, I'm Bart Simpson Yeah, here. boy, I'm gonna get you, boy <laughs> That's my version of season one, Homer Worst Homer Worst homer.
0: Was that Dan Castellaneta back then? Or I don't no? even know. Probably some other cunt. Probably fucking college
1: forever <laughs> That was shit. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I, okay. so you... I, was, I went opening weekend, packed cinema, yeah, yeah. Friday night. Me and the miso, we went. Yeah. And um, <laughs> it was just, I was so disappointed. So I think I had such high hopes hearing that minimalist score on the trailer and stuff uh-huh. and being really excited for it. What did you want it to be? I wanted it to be the perfect movie. I wanted them to figure it out. I had a lot of hope in that young man, Trevor Rowe. Oh, man, I reckon they came as close as you could. It's Probably. not It's not
0: by any stretch a uh, great film, but I I reckon I, I'm like, you know, you know how I feel about Jurassic Park. You love the shit. You know I love the shit. So I went in with very trepidatious. I was, really? I was freaking out. Calling
1: I, trepidatious I was calling
0: trepidatious. <laughs> I didn't want it to be shit. Um, I reckon half an hour into the movie, I was thinking, wow, this is going to suck. Mm. It was another Jurassic Park 3 experience for me. This is going to suck. Yeah. But then I just hit a point. I think like halfway through the movie, I just hit a point where I realized this isn't the Jurassic Park movies that I grew up with. Yeah. It's never going to be like that. So all you can do is just sit back and enjoy how fucking ridiculous it is. Yeah. And this movie knows that. The movie spends all of its runtime reminding you of Jurassic Park and even has Jake Johnson's character saying, yeah, nothing will ever be as good as the original Mm. park. That first park was so good. It was so important to me as a kid. Like, they know what they're doing. And I think this is the best they could have done with a sequel.
1: Uh, Reboot. Whatever you want to call it. uh, For me, the thing is that it's really, really missing this, especially Jurassic World. I think Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom improves on it Substantially Is that is missing That Spielbergian magic mm-hmm. The essence of wonder That makes the first Jurassic Park First Jurassic Park film And to an extent It's sequel as well uh, So fantastic And so transcendent mm-hmm. Sure there is a, hol- a Horror movie structure to them mm-hmm. But there is An essence of wonder I'm talking about That Spielbergian moment Where they see the long neck for the first they time. They see the beautiful long neck for the first time. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm talking about *Lamb Before Time. I'm using *Lamb Before Time terminology <laughs> as I don't remember the names of the dinos. <laughs> so they see that long neck and it's that <laughs> shot, reverse shot. We see his reaction before we see the dinosaur. Yeah. We see that childhood wonder being brought in. This cynicism of this man disappears. There is none of that
0: in Jurassic World. But Spielberg. there is a reason for that, I think. Mm, and well, that is because built into the plot of the movie which is that people are bored of them they've seen big things like this before they need something new that's built into it which i think is quite a clever way of dealing with it it's a smart way of dealing with blockbuster fatigue and dealing with special effects fatigue and i quite like it even the idea of like inventing a new dinosaur this indominus rex which is sort of a satire of like corporate greed Mm -hmm. and excess and blockbusters getting bigger and bigger and bigger I like that idea on paper
1: Same I think it's a very clever way to deal with it It's a clever way to deal with it It's it's not unlike when we talked about Star Wars reboots The mm. Force Awakens they have, that, they have that Darth Vader problem How do you follow up a villain like yeah. Darth Vader Let's bake it into the plot And yeah, now totally. it's about someone who How can I live up to Darth Vader Totally They do They put that in there This is a movie about cynicism mm-hmm. And cynicism taking over magic Yeah but it stinks of cynicism, this movie. It yeah, reeks as yeah. a cynical a cynical sequel, a cynical ploy to grab money to mm. me. It is about that shit, but it also feels like it is. Steven Spielberg could have done something... I don't even know if Steven Spielberg could do this movie because he's like the least cynical guy that there is, really. Mm. Maybe, well, uh, I, Brad Bird could have crushed this movie. I'd and love he to was see Brad kind of Bird doing originally this. T- Like, that's part of the history of this film is when they were trying to find directors to do Star Wars. Mm. Um, They... Brad Bird was like the first choice of this star Was like, oh, I'm too busy making Tomorrowland Um, But there's this young guy Good choice though Yeah There's (laughs) this this young guy that is like me uh, Mm. Who I see as like the next generation of me um, Who I think could maybe do the pre-production for that And then I come in after Mm. And then that was fucking Colin Trevorrow Mm. So then uh, bloody, what's his name, Marshall? Frank Marshall Frank Marshall, Kathleen Kennedy's hubby Mm -hmm. Was like, we gotta get him for Jurassic Hmm. We got to get him for Jurassic. And then he became the Jurassic World director. There's stuff in Jurassic World. Rewatching it this time, I liked it more than I did originally. Mm -hmm. Still, it is just an okay movie for me. Maybe even a bad movie for me. It is my least favorite of all the Jurassic Park films. I can't believe that. I really... Because to me, it's just like... All the wonder that is applied is just like, wow! Look how big the park is now, <laughs> and I just think <laughs> that is wrong. Yeah, and there's just stuff in it that just is so inconsistent. Like the dinos suck, and the scare. There's no scares in this movie at all. And then, uh, I mean, there's a thing that I t- people talked about a lot when it came out, and rewatching it, it stood out again. is so bizarre. The choice to have the woman who's looking after these two kids. Uh, this movie is also a reverse parent <laughs> trap, by the way. That's yeah. why I don't like it. I like mm. three because it's a parent trap movie. Yeah. We're getting your divorced parents back together. Yeah. This is a movie about these poor kids who don't even know their parents are getting divorced. Yeah, they get sent on a holiday so they can their parents can separate.
0: Yeah, beautiful. No, I love it. Sad, cynical. It's. I think it makes me just like wish that I was a child of divorce. Yeah, a kid of divorce. Yeah, being a child getting of divorce sent on cool since. holidays. Yeah. awesome, dude.
1: It's sick being a child of divorce So we've got Love, Simon and the little boy On a holiday to Grey. Jurassic World And they get uh, They are looked after by someone Who their auntie Bryce Dallas Howard has given them and some, like, Paul- attaché, some like attache yeah. Some like secretary who gets st- Like staffed with Yeah you have to look
0: after my kids or whatever And uh, she gets like three lines of dialogue In the yeah. movie and then I think what you're about To say is gets the most brutal Death of any character Of any Jurassic Park film. In any Jurassic Park movie. Hands down.
1: It's honestly insane. And in my mind, it's like, yeah, that's it. Before I rewatched, I was like, oh, that's so silly that happened. And I was kind of like, maybe I'll like it this time. I forgot how absolutely long it goes for. It's like a three-minute sequence of her being picked up and torn apart by pterodactyls, chucking her around. She falls into the ocean, and then she gets gobbled up by a giant you know, Mm. fucking Jonah the Whale situation Uh, monstro Monster gets a monster She gets a Monstro she gets It's really
0: horrific I mm. think that sucks But I guess the point is Like anyone can die Because so many people get picked off In that pterodactyl yeah. attack I guess the point is Yeah there, there's going to be no like There will be poetic justice But mm. there also won't be There'll be some crazy Like unexpected random people Getting yeah. brutally killed in this movie Yeah And that is a result of corporate greed Yeah Because once again The main villains in this movie is Man. Is Man, Corporations. <laughs> um, corporations and Man. Um, yeah, okay. I don't think it's uh, a very good movie, but uh-huh. I do think it's a very fun movie. I like Chris Pratt. I like Bryce Dallas Howard. Um, my biggest problem with it, and I've kind of hinted at it in past episodes, is that um, it's not at nighttime enough. Mm, it's and all These day. movies are supposed to be scary. And seeing anything in daylight is not very scary. Mm. Seeing shit, seeing a fucking T Rex at night in the rain is scarier than seeing an Indominus Rex in broad daylight. Yeah. Just in like an empty street of a fucking park. Yeah. It's not scary. I think the, that's their biggest fault. And maybe it would seem like they're ripping off Jurassic Park too much if they just set the whole thing at nighttime. But. It really undercuts any horror. Seeing yeah. shit happen in broad fucking daylight just stinks, man. Yeah. Give me night time in the rain. That's what I want to see.
1: Yeah, not enough rain going on in this movie. And
0: I'm going to use that as a point to segue into Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom if we're ready
1: to talk about I'm that. I'm ready to talk about Jurassic World Fallen right. Kingdom 2018, directed by Juan Antonio Bayona, who is a director of movies such as A Monster Calls and The Orphanage. Let's talk about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. It was all a lie. The man who proved raptors can follow orders. You never thought how many millions a trained predator might be worth. They're gonna sell Not blue. They need it for something else. What is that thing? They made it. This is the most dangerous creature that ever walked the earth. <laughs> A volcanic eruption threatens the remaining dinosaurs on the island of Isla Nublar, where the creatures have freely roamed for several years after the demise of an animal theme park known as Jurassic World. Claire Deering, the former park manager, has now funded the Jurassic the, has now founded the Dinosaur Protection Group, an organization dedicated to protecting the dinosaurs. To help with her cause, Claire has recruited Owen Grady, a former dinosaur trainer who worked at the park to prevent the extinction of dinosaurs once again. Yeah, that's like three minutes of the movie.
0: What I wanted to say, coming off that idea mm-hmm. of uh, nighttime and rain being key ingredients for the scares in the yep. Jurassic Park movies, the opening five minutes of Jurassic World colon Fallen Kingdom mm-hmm. is better than all of Jurassic World. Yeah. Immediately. Five minutes into this movie, I had decided it was a better movie.
1: I think the opening to Jurassic World is the best... Fallen Kingdom. Sorry, the opening to Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom mm-hmm. is the best... Opening to a Jurassic Park film. Yeah. Perhaps since the first one, perhaps better than the first one.
0: It's, uh, well, it comes with the baggage of the first one. So, I mean, yeah, the first one is iconic. This one is almost as iconic for me. It's so good. It's nighttime. Yep. It's pissing down with rain. It is And it begins in the scariest place of all, underwater. The
1: Mariana Trench. There's nothing
0: scarier
1: than being underwater. Especially we've just discovered What a huge threat And how big this Monstro Is in Jurassic World yeah. To be under the water Is a treat
0: What a fucking great sequence that was It
1: is fabulous They're it's going underwater water To find the body Of the Andominus Rex That was shat out by Monstro Presumably in the last few years <laughs> I love so that the, we just
0: committed to calling him Monstro now <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he is called just how much of a throwback That is to Ben Elwood On the Jurassic Park <laughs> yeah, thing Being exactly. scared of Monstro This is great
1: It's Perfect. great shit So So we're going under the water, they find the Adominus Rex body, the skeletal remains of it, Uh they chop it up, they take it back up to land, then some shit goes fucking down. There's
0: some cool, beautiful visual moments there that I think are indicative of what Spielberg had that every other director so far has lacked, Mm -hmm. which is not showing you the monster in full. It's like the Jaws effect, right? In this movie, we're underwater, we're inside a submarine while they're, chopping up this dinosaur bone, trying Mm -hmm. to send it back up to the surface. And the only lighting source we have is from the submarine itself and from the occasional flashes of lightning above the surface of the water. Mm -hmm. Every now and then, when the lightning flashes, we see glimpses of Monstro getting closer to them. And that is fucking great. It's Because as soon as it disappears, we're back in the darkness again and we don't know how close this fucking thing is getting. Same thing happens above the surface with the technicians on the island in the rain, every now and then lightning flashes and you see a bit of a Mm T-Rex in the background somewhere. That was a fucking great sequence. The T-Rex attacking the chopper and the ladder on the chopper Mm. is the coolest thing I've seen since the trailer going over the edge in Lost World. It was, I was, honestly, first five minutes of this movie, better than all of Jurassic World Awesome movie. Better than all the sequels. Better than all the
1: sequels. Instantly, this movie rules. It got me excited because I had heard some negative buzz about this film. Yeah. Uh, Critics not really responding to (laughs) it. I had a friend that saw it, didn't like it at all. And then I was like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. I bought into this. Also, by the way, we
0: were very cynical at this premiere because they gave us so much... Free shit.
1: Mm-hmm. And it was decked <laughs> out. It was decked the fuck
0: out. They'd really decked fu- it out. You
1: can go onto our Facebook and Twitter and see pictures of us with the raptors and stuff yeah. for this film. They had
0: all these like actual robot dinosaurs there that were you could pose with. They gave... Us heaps of free beers I think we had like Four free beers each. Yeah
1: And there was all this Like foliage everywhere It felt like we'd walked Through Jurassic World
0: And of course Those famous Pez dispensers That we talked about In last episode oh, We got those
1: Pezies Little Pezies <laughs>
0: So I was instantly going Like maybe they're really Trying to distract us From mm. the fact that This movie sucks Now Let's talk about First impressions We've yep. talked about the First five minutes I want to hear your First impressions Right now did you like Fallen Kingdom?
1: I did like Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom might be uh, my second favourite Jurassic Park film after Jurassic Park three. <laughs> no, I would say I, I would say it is just a notch above uh, the sequels, Lost World and yep. Jurassic Park Three. Yep. Um, just just above them, uh, because it has it captures some of the Spielberg magic again. Mm-hmm. There is some wonder. There mm-hmm. is a good use of scale in this movie that I totally. Think, I think Jurassic World had shitty scale. No scale. I don't think I don't it know captured how big it.
0: Indominus Rex was. I nothing to I compare it to. I just know it, it was to.
1: big, and then we see it fight the Raptors. We see it fight the T Rex, but then we see it get killed by Monstro. I don't really have any idea of scale in that film. <laughs> this
0: I, movie was. Excellent at scale from Excellent the get go. From that sub from that submarine onwards we knew how big everything was and how terrifying yeah. everything was.
1: And I think Juan Antonio Bayona was literally the perfect f- person to direct this film mm. because I read a thing with Trevor Rowe yesterday after we saw the film where he basically said, I invented this movie for J. A. Bayona to direct. Did you <laughs> read this at all? Um I was this in that article where
0: he was defending his uh
1: <laughs> no, not his the, white privilege. No, not defending. It. I think he was kind of apologizing for his. I, white actually, privileges. I read that one too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. this one, he was saying. I'll tell you a few films directed by J.A. Boyana. A Monster Calls, which is like a fantasy, fantasy, not horror film, but a, a dark fantasy mm. movie mm. that was released last year. It's very good. The Orphanage, which is like a haunted house horror film, mm-hmm. if you will, and The Impossible, which is the tsunami film oh, right, starring right. Ewan McGregor yeah. and Naomi Watts. Naomi. A good film. It's quite good if you haven't seen it. And he. Said that his script for Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom was basically a mixture of The Impossible and The Orphanage, and he ma- he put that together because he wanted J.A. Boyona to make us a, a Jurassic film. Wow! And so it's basically the first half is The Impossible, the second with a rescue mission and stuff like that, mm-hmm. people being trapped on an island just like the real The Impossible and the real life story behind it. And then uh, Jurassic, the second half of Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom is like The Orphanage. It's like a haunted house <laughs> horror movie, a housebound yeah. horror film. I think that's cool. Yeah. Honestly, I think that's cool. I think
0: here is the thing. My initial thoughts when when this movie ended, when credits started rolling, everyone started getting up to leave the cinema. You and I sat there for about five minutes with our friend Nick. Shout with out our to friend Nick. Nick uh, and we were both just kind of going, "Okay, that was crazy. Mm-hmm. That might be the craziest blockbuster I've seen in a long time." Yeah. And I think I had a similar thing that I had with Jurassic World. So, when I first saw Jurassic World, I wanted it to be Jurassic Park. Then at a certain point, I realized it wasn't. It was its own thing, and I had fun. Mm -hmm. Similar with this. I I watched it going, okay, this is an adventure movie like like Jurassic World. Interesting. And then at a certain point, I just had to surrender to the movie and realize that it's a horror movie and not an adventure movie at all. And it is a gothic horror movie. It's the darkest one and it's the scariest one probably since the first one. Yeah. It's like, I can't imagine kids watching this. Mm. It's quite intense. And it's it's quite insane. It's it's batshit. This is a (laughs) batshit movie. It's a batshit sequel. And it's cool to think that something this insane can be a a big blockbuster.
1: And I think um, what I was just saying to you before you rolled up on this episode was that I think our response being positive compared to people having a negative reaction to this movie that I've seen online, Mm, mm. people on Twitter, people on Letterboxd, critics not responding to this film... I think it is because you and I no longer, I think because of stuff that we've done on this podcast, talking about text in time, talking about di- people's different visions on the same story mm-hmm. and especially with our work on Mike Check, the podcast we go through, all the films of Mike Myers, we are applying auteurist theory and I think we are, or we are people that believe in auteurist theory where the director is the author of the film mm-hmm. and we view films now through that lens mm-hmm. and I think w- script is something that is not as important for you and I, especially when it comes to enjoying films mm. And criticising films
0: I can enjoy a badly written movie I can a enjoy
1: lot. an insanely written film mm. if, it look, if it's look if it got something else about it <laughs> this, this movie, had a, a this it had, movie a had a voice It had a voice It had enough spice in it for yeah. me to really go Wow, this is like Taco Bell Tastes like shit But also, I'm enjoying it <laughs> I kept saying
0: afterwards yeah. um, That I, I think... You know, a few years ago, if I saw this, I probably wouldn't have liked it. Mm -hmm. But now I admire anything that can take so many bold swings. Yeah. So many crazy swings. And there's so many in this. It's like, it could have been so easy to make this an exact ripoff of The Lost World. Yeah. They go to the island to rescue them. Some other people have ulterior motives. And then the good guys win in the end. And the dinosaurs get to live happily ever after Mm. on this island. But no, this movie goes, all right, we'll take the... Everything you know about Jurassic Park and literally
1: blow it up, mm. starting with the island. And it structurally is very similar to the Lost World. So the it whole is? the first half of the film, or first first act, and there's probably a four act film. I don't even know how to really structure <laughs> this film. So the first part of the film is a rescue mission. So there's a whole thing about dinosaur rights. Bryce how Howard has started a dinosaur rights thing and their dinosaurs have animal rights as well. You know, we got to... The, the 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 giant inactive volcano on Isla Nubla is now about to explode. It's about and to so erupt.
0: The Dinosaur Protection Group are leading a, a, a group of animal protesters who want to uh, save the animals from this exploding volcano. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, there is a whole other school of thought of people out there who say, well, they weren't... They were man-made animals. They're not real animals. We should let them die. This is God correcting his
1: mistake, including including a great cameo, sort of. Doctor Ian Malcolm, played by Jeff Goldblum, is returning, testifying to the Senate. Really, and I reckon probably he was on set for a day. Yeah, set for a day. He never had to stand up. He probably wasn't wearing pants. <laughs> no pants underneath. <laughs> Honestly, no pants. probably getting sucked off under there. <laughs> Honestly dude The guy's fucking hot
0: The guy's hot The guy's getting sucked off Under the table
1: (laughs) And he gets to say Some iconic lines I guess Yeah so he's basically (laughs) Saying like They're like Do you talking about God sir He's like no, 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 Do you know who I am? I'm not a god dude, okay? I'm a mathematician and sort of a rock star. Yeah, I'm a bit of a rock star mathematician, <laughs> okay? Chaos Theory, read my fucking book. Anyway, um, I'm saying that it's just nature correcting the course, okay? Yeah. So, let's let the dinos, let's be, let dinos be dinos, be bygones or whatever you're going to say <laughs> and just let them freaking burn up. Let them die. And yeah. then, out of freaking nowhere, we find out that all these years ago, there was a bend to... Mr. Hammond's Jerry all these years. He was once part of a duo called Hammond. There was a
0: Wozniak yeah. to Hammond's Steve Jobs. Exactly. He had a partner. They started their company in a in a tiny little garage mm-hmm. and they first invented taking the DNA out of mosquitoes together at a certain Chucking point- it at a
1: frog and seeing what happens.
0: <laughs> at a certain point, uh, Wozniak and Jobs split up. Yep. And they went their separate ways. And so this, this Wozniak type character played so by Benjamin James Lockwood Cromwell.
1: played yep. by okay, so, sorry I talked over you.
0: Yep. So Benjamin Lockwood. Played by James Cromwell, the babe himself.
1: Yes, that'll do, Piggy <laughs> himself. <laughs> Wonderful actor James Cromwell, one mm-hmm. of the best. Um, felon Convicted felon Yeah he. But he's a good guy He works for what he's doing in this film yeah. They cast culturally well Of course he was arrested I don't know if he was imprisoned or anything For protesting like uh, climate change stuff yeah. He's he's one of the good guys He believes in all that stuff And he and fights for uh, it They've got him He also has here. a Twitter account Not many followers follow James Cromwell <laughs> on
0: Twitter <laughs> He's kind of playing a similar role here He's He's been set up uh, They approach... Hamm- what's her name, Bryce Ellis Howard's mm-hmm. character, and say, look, we're setting up a refuge for dinosaurs. We're going to go in and rescue them before they die by that volcano yeah. and take them to this safe haven.
1: And it's very biblically set up. Oh, Obviously, yeah. Monstro swimming in our end of the ocean. Yeah. But they're doing a Noah's Ark reconnaissance mission. Mm-hmm. They, they've got their own new island. They can get 11 species to come. Yeah, and Two the, by two. Yeah, two by two, <laughs> just like the ants go marching. <laughs> <laughs> so they can so they can bring him back But hang on a ticky um, That won't do pig I need your boyfriend as well Yeah your boyfriend Owen Grady That guy knows how to talk to raptors mm-hmm. Bring him along because We really think we should save Blue We've got Blue The most famous raptor in the world The mo- <laughs> second most intelligent being on all of earth Right after Ricky Gervais The first guy to figure out God doesn't exist <laughs> <laughs> The first man to defy God since Hammond park- parked it Is <laughs> Ricky Gervais And then Blue is a second most intelligent creature on Earth. So anyway, she ends up
0: getting uh, Chris Pratt back together. They go to the island with some other uh, dinosaur protection people Mm -hmm. to aid in the rescue of these dinosaurs. But just like in The Lost World, it turns out that InGen are still evil. Mm -hmm.
1: Rafe Spall, (laughs) who plays Eli Mills, he's actually no longer a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, person of dreams. He's now cynical, full of greed. Yeah, believe it or not, the main villain again is greed. Human, human greed, greed. And hubris. No longer corporate greed, we're <laughs> talking human greed, lady. Yeah. So,
0: they're actually not on a rescue mission. They're actually there to kidnap all these dinosaurs in order to sell them on the black market yeah. uh, as weaponized animals. To, as beasts. To military and like to the Russians and the Israelis mm. and all this kind of shit. Yes. It's quite... All that shit that was set up in the Lost uh Jurassic World yeah. with Vincent D'Onofrio's character. Yeah. It's all coming to fruition in this movie. Yeah. This is not a rescue mission. This is a fucking assault. And this is only, war.
1: They only needed Owen Grady so they could get Blue. Yep. And it was a last minute mission. We see the fucking, the whole of Jurassic World melt around them. It is so sick. Okay, that sequence rules when they're... Trying to escape from the island while the volcano is going off yeah. It's a stampede of dinosaurs Oh, I love that sequence It's a stampede of dinosaurs You're seeing them run out They get like torn up by dinos Yeah, it was sick. And they had to get in one of those orbs. There was an orb left over from the (laughs) Jurassic World and they get stuck and it falls over a cliff. They get into the ocean. Chris Pratt has to dive into the ocean and rescue them from the orb drowning. I thought that was all a great sequence. All of it
0: ruled. And most of it was done in one of those kind of fake one-shots. One of those like Alfonso Cuaron.
1: Yes, Birdman style.
0: Birdman style. Birdman-esque. Digitally created one-shots. Yeah. uh, Which ruled. Mm. It never cut... It was so cool seeing uh, all of that action unfold. Yeah. It was very much uh, a rollicking ride. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed every single moment of it. Yeah. From that point on, the movie is no longer an adventure movie, though. Yeah. The movie becomes
1: Frankenstein. It, yeah, it is such a Frankensteinian movie the whole <laughs> way through. Yeah. It really it takes ideas that were present in Jurassic Park and makes some uber text itself subtext. Yeah, and, totally. And-
0: That's so true. Like in, in Jurassic Park, the whole Ian Malcolm's whole thing the whole way through it was like, "You're playing God. Uh, you can't do this. What happens if this technology gets into the wrong hands?" Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. This movie is like Yeah we'll show you What happens When technology Gets into the wrong yeah. hands And those hands Are
1: dirty They're dirty The devil's hands Are idle play things It's something I say Every single day You do say that so much I Say it so often um, uh, There's one little Performance I'd like To shout out So the mercenaries That are uh, taken on oh, this yeah. One of my favourite actors Ted yeah. Levine So good Buffalo Bill himself Plays like so the leader excited. Of these merc- mercenaries yeah. And he is that Pete Postlethwaite character uh-huh. He is that Bob Peck character Someone who has a rec- Respect for the creatures He's also
0: D'Onofrio as well Because yeah.
1: he's like A villainous military guy It's not a respect For the creatures It's more that he's like I'm psyched to kill someone He's of these. obsessed with yeah. killing them yeah. And so he's like He's pulling their teeth out Every time yeah. he he finds one Every time he's clocked Another one He's like yeah I'm going to yank its tooth I'm going to make a I'm going to make a Freaking necklace out of it No I love I'm going to wear its skin I'm obsessed with his voice I want to wear its skin I want to wear a necklace Made out of it <laughs>
0: I love him. Love him. I was so excited when I first realized it was him uh, with his goddamn got, big Pablo
1: Bill, was that him? And I was like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, so good. Jane Gunn himself, Ted a Levine. A second
0: before I was about to turn to you and say, Ted Levine? But then yeah. I was like, no, no, I won't interrupt. We're watching a movie. No, but I then needed- you turn and interrupt. I, to- <laughs> I needed
1: to confirm it was him. And I think as well, this movie as a sequel, it kind of understands the characters from the first film better and makes better use of them, or at least the actors playing them. Yeah. Like Chris Pratt is able to do a little bit more Chris Pratt stuff. They're like, oh, mm. Chris Pratt is a teenager in a fucking hot hunk man body mm. who is having fun fun and enjoys the adventure as well yeah and i think that's personified by a great moment that we both liked it i reckon it'll be one of the moments that gets shat on a bit where he jumps through a t-rex's mouth yeah uh, in a sequence to get out
0: i loved it i mm. thought that whole sequence was great that was another one of those bits we were talking about when we talked about this original movie with ben a couple of weeks ago um a, a nice slow suspenseful mm-hmm. moment where every Movement is precise mm-hmm. and everything that could go wrong does. This is one of those where they are trying to extract some blood from a tranquilized T Rex in a tiny little enclosed space
1: to give blood transfusion to a velociraptor. Yeah, but this also, this is fucking insane. <laughs> who <cares>? This movie <laughs> is a movie nuts. where a, a velociraptor gets a blood transfusion from a T Rex. Yeah,
0: it's it's batshit. Yeah, batshit crazy movie. But that sequence when they get trapped inside the container with uh-huh. the T-Rex as it's slowly waking up and every slight movement they make could wake it up even yeah. more is one of the best moments in this movie. And yeah, you're right. It ends with him narrowly, narrowly escaping by jumping through its open jaws, getting out, and instead of just being cool and calm like he was in Jurassic World, he's like panting out of breath his eyes are wide and he says something like did you just see that like he's (laughs) excited that he just went lived through this crazy moment there's a bunch of moments like that in this my problem with him in the first one was that he was too cool Mm. and not scared ever um seemed to solve every problem this movie he even makes fun of the fact that he rode a motorbike through the jungle with With raptors it's not played as serious anymore No, he's like He's Chris Pratt finally. Like he's fucking Star Lord in this. Exactly. He's cool. He's funny. He's sexy. He's Mike Myers,
1: dude He is Mike Myers In this movie He's Austin Powers He's
0: really He has some great Funny lines I'm so glad They finally made This character funny
1: They just figured out What to do with him Just make him fun Make us have fun With the yeah. movie as well Because I think Jurassic World The only bits, bits Of like comic relief Are Lauren Lapkus And mm. uh, Jake Johnson, Jake Johnson. Mm. I was going to say Joe Johnson Joe Johnson again <laughs> uh, that, And that, they're funny Because they're Meta characters as well they like Just make the whole movie funny make it a bit more of a comedy yeah totally and take it less seriously these movies are fun they are silly we don't need to take them seriously and this film takes everything less seriously uh to the point where sometimes it is a detriment sometimes it is good (laughs) hey Uh, having said that there are also some like incredibly earnest moments
0: in mm. this movie like uh when the when the Island is literally blowing up. So, this movie does, spoiler alert, literally blow up your childhood. Yeah. It says, guess what? That island is over. There's no chance we're going back to this place anymore. The park is dead. The dinos are dead. In fact, one of the taglines is the park is gone. Yeah. The dinos are dead. The the final image you see as the boat is pulling away from the island is a long neck Mm -hmm. standing on the shore as it is engulfed by flames and smoke. And that is fucking moving And it enacts
1: the position the dino The it, long neck it, makes yep. in Jurassic it Park It stands
0: up on its hind legs mm-hmm. In the exact same way that the first one did In the first uh, The first goddamn Jurassic Park movie The first, first time we you saw it, saw it.
1: First time we saw a dino, a long neck in the flesh.
0: It jumps up on its hind legs, exact same position. Mm. And I, uh, I was, was moved by it, even mm. though I
1: thought it was incredibly cheesy. It's cheesy, but yeah. it, it was on the nose. But also it showed a visual flourish and a sense of wonder absent from the Jurassic Park sequels and Jurassic World. Yeah. And that's what I think J.A. Bayona did capture. And I think everything on the island captured that sense of wonder of dinosaurs. Our love of dinosaurs, why we find dinosaurs interesting, why we find them exciting, why we find them worthy of being brought back to life and being saved instead of just being destroyed by a volcano. Closest thing to a Spielberg
0: Jurassic Park yet Mm. Closest visually and emotionally So
1: now let's get into the second part of the film And
0: we are going into spoiler territory a little bit here Yeah,
1: this is more spoiler Because this is something I did not anticipate from this movie whatsoever (laughs) (laughs) Even though it's been there all along in the subtext Mm -hmm. So... This point, we go back to the actual fucking house of James Cromwell's character. We're in the house. They have brought the dinos back. We've got people trapped in cages with the dinos and stuff like that. And The reason they brought the dinos back is because there is an underground black
0: market sale going on in this big manor. It's Mm -hmm. a big gothic style manor. It's like Crimson Peak herself. Yeah, it's a big, gorgeous... Mansion. I don't even know where
1: we are in the world right now with this. It looks
0: like Wayne Manor.
1: Yeah, it's gorge.
0: I reckon it's near San Francisco just because of the woods all around it. Yeah. It kind of looks like that kind of area.
1: California.
0: California. Um, there and there is a big black market underground sale going on where all these people from militaries all around the world and private billionaires, gangsters, shit, gangsters, people, all this are meeting underneath the it's mansion. It's basically
1: like in Austin Powers when you see him join all the other evil people and they just look like you know, like they just definitely one's a Russian gangster, one yeah, is like yeah. a billionaire, and there's <laughs> one that looks like for, for, what's his uh, uh, the Cuban. Beard cigar.
0: Che Guevara. No,
1: the other one.
0: Of Castro.
1: Yeah, Fidel. There's one that looks like Fidel Castro. (laughs) Yeah, there's like
0: Japanese, like Yakuza, billionaires and all this shit. And they are buying dinosaurs privately for millions and Mm -hmm. millions and millions of dollars for their own personal use. Some of them will use them for war. Some of them will just have them as pets. Either way, it is Evil, sinister,
1: yeah. greedy shit. And Toby Jones, the snivelling little creature himself, plays <laughs> plays the auctioneer for this to a freaking perfect you know team. Do
0: you know who I was watching this movie? I thought, if it wasn't Toby Jones... It could have been Timothy Spall.
1: Yeah, Rafe Spall's father. Yeah,
0: it could <laughs> we could have had a
1: Spall. double Spall movie. Which I would have
0: kind of liked. Yeah.
1: I reckon they went to Timothy Spall. And he said no. He's like, no, but I can recommend Toby Jones. He's very much exactly the same as me. You know how when you offered the movie to Brad Bird originally and he said, well, you know who's like me but younger? <laughs> yes, well... Toby Jones is that but for me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Better looking, though.
1: Yeah. Toby <laughs> Jones is Be- a... Ho- just a notch above me. <laughs> Toby Jones just. is a hotter
0: Timothy ball. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and by the way, Rapes Ball is a babe. How did that happen? was so fucking that hot, happen? dude. <laughs> I don't know. But Rapes Ball is such a fucking hunk. He's so good looking. He's, he's like British, makes no British sense. Army Hammer. So he's yeah. hotter than Army Hammer. <laughs> it makes no sense. It's crazy. And then... So, so they're so- selling dinosaurs on the black market. There's a fucking scene where dinos are getting auctioned to literally... Evil looking people Like on a catwalk They're mm-hmm. like Walked out on a catwalk Yeah <laughs> It looks like a fucking It's like Vogue the scene Vogue in Fashion Where the <laughs> fucking that, that old like Turkish man is like mm, Yes I want that yeah, Sexy one It's and stuff insane like
0: that. And they're bidding like Million Like people have They like, should have 20 million dollars yeah. And the other one's like Forty-five million dollars, like yeah. this, from all around the they world. There should have been <laughs> a
1: scene where, at the start of the movie, like in that scene where they're like, they're, "He's," because there was a part where he goes, "You can use them for war, you can use them to hunt," and it cuts to like different people, and it's like, "You can use them for whatever you want." It cuts to like a Harvey Weinstein. It's like, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I know what I'm gonna do. I'm, yes. I'm gonna fuck that Ankylosaurus. <laughs> I'm gonna get a bunch of little compies to chunk chomp on my fucking I want ball a comp- bag. To <laughs> Yeah, so that's going on. And then the rest of the movie mm. takes place in this gigantic mansion yeah. when some dinos get loose and it literally becomes a gothic horror movie. It Straight up becomes a horror movie. It becomes movie. Frankenstein. It becomes Dracula. Mm-hmm. It becomes fucking any, any horror monster movie you've ever seen. And I think
1: it's a wild choice. It's insane But I liked it I bought into it Because I was yep. like Fuck this is swinging Because I thought Jurassic World Didn't really swing For nah, anything This it was fucking cynical, swung was safe. Man. This is swinging They've got the yeah. Indo, The, indo- the raptor. Indoraptor Which is the new one They've made Yeah B.D. Wong Has been slaving away Chucking mosquitoes At frogs <laughs> Trying to create New <laughs> monsters And he's created The perfect beast The Indoraptor But they need Blue To pretend to be its mother To train it up To feel empathy Or something like Some that Some whatever Who cares so, it is so. There's so much uh, insane. But I tell you, on. man.
0: There's a part in this movie because I'm I'm going along with it. This is what I was saying earlier. I'm thinking, okay, action adventure movie. This is interesting. Yeah. They'll be out of this house very soon, and then there's a sequence where the Indoraptor is climbing the spires of the mansion, mm. and the music is literally a gothic choir going, yeah, and the lightning is flashing off this like off the sky with mountains and trees in the background where I just had to that was the moment I came to the movie and I went alright okay this is they've really you succumbed to the movie you <laughs> away from what these movies are it's yeah. now just I'm watching a horror movie a monster movie and this is weird sci-fi
1: horror mm, I'm so glad you brought up gothic horror because it was something that I was like trying to figure out when before we went into the movie because I just I saw something where it said J.A. Bojana one of his references for the film was a 1979 Dracula movie directed by John Badham one of the best directors because he did Saturday Night Fever and that's like a really sexy sensual version of Dracula and mm. I was like what the fuck and then I forgot about that until right now uh. when you said it was Dracula I'm like holy shit yeah it's like sexy the dinosaurs climbing up the yeah. walls it's slower it's floatier it than other Dracula. it is a slower Draculas. dinosaurs yeah it's uh, fo-
0: This dinosaur, I couldn't tell if that was a good decision or not, but it is... It stalks It mm. fucks with its prey So yeah. much There's a part where it's like Creeping into the girl's bedroom To kill her And its claws are like Fucking Dracula's hands yeah. Reaching out for her
1: Charming It her. doesn't
0: go Quickly and attack Even though it could It just like Slowly mm. pulls her sheet down With oh its claw Oh god
1: This dino dra- this was mocap By Frank Langella himself <laughs> Dracula from 1979 And that sequence When it creeps into The little girl's bedroom mm. Is like shot for shot Hook Yeah when Hook takes the kids, takes yep. the Maggie and the, the little weird boy, and <laughs> takes them back to Neverland. It is shot for shot that there's a shot of the door and a little exactly Dutchy angle. I loved it. I was like, "Fuck, Hook's getting a shout out in this yeah.
0: movie." Yeah, uh, it's a it's wild, man. Um, let's go dive right into a fucking spoiler yeah. here. Now, as you all know, these movies are about genetically engineered dinosaurs. Cloning, cloning has been a key plot point. For this entire franchise, you sound like
1: you. Cameron, by the way, is is directly quoting me, shaking him down after something (laughs) happened in this movie. We're going cloning has always been part of this movie, Cameron. Cloning has always been part of it. And
0: I'm not saying that this is a bad thing, but I am saying it really takes the movie away from what it was originally about and turns it into a totally different franchise. Insane. This movie includes cloned. People. It's got a cloned
1: human in this movie. It has movie. a
0: cloned human in the movie. In the world of this movie, people have been cloned as well as dinosaurs. Mm-hmm.
1: And I picked it within the first half hour of this film. I
0: didn't because I thought that was too crazy. Mm. And it is. It
1: is too crazy. I turned to you and I said, hey, I just figured something out. And when I, it happens, I'll tell you when.
0: And I said, don't tell me anything. Because I, I was honestly still in a little more of reality than mm. you. This movie jumps it way out of reality into like a full on fucking sci
1: fi Michael Bay. Yeah movie John, James Cromwell uh, has a little granddaughter who is her like name little, is Maisie well she may as well be called Harriet the Spy she's snooping around everywhere she's very bright she's plucky she's, she's plucky, plucky. Yeah. Yeah. maybe she's got a bit of frog DNA in her <laughs> or something like that um, but and he's like talking about how sad he was when his daughter died and he's, and then he never lets his daughter look at a photo he never looks, lets his granddaughter look at a photo of her uh, he's got this scrapbook always on his lap looking at pickies of her but she's not allowed to see him. Him. From that second, I knew that she was a clone. Yeah, I didn't go there yet. My brain was still kind
0: of <laughs> more grounded, mm-hmm. I think, because that's a huge leap, and you ha- you have to you have to agree with me that is a huge leap. I agree with like you. Like, it's already... We already know this is an insane concept for yeah. a movie. Dinosaurs being brought back to life. Into a house. Into a house. <laughs> yeah. And it becoming sort of home alone, mm-hmm. but with the dinosaur. Yes. But then to, like, include this element of humans also being cloned and created, and there are cloned humans out there. Yeah. That opens this up into a whole new... Type yeah. of movie Yeah It's no longer Jurassic Park It's just People Park It's yeah. clone, people Park.
1: clone World It's uh, it's Panic and Needle Park A movie about people <laughs> It should just be called Clone World Yeah, Clone World Welcome to Welcome to Clone World Welcome to
0: Clone <laughs> World Everything is a clone Um, There's clone dinosaurs Also some people's grandchildren are clones <laughs> And probably other characters Like B.D. Wong might be a clone We B. don't D. know B.D. Wong
1: could have died years ago Spliced the guy with some mosquitoes And frog DNA We got a new guy in Oh, Vincent man. D'Onofrio looks half bullfrog. He's a freaking clone, <laughs> you know. Something. Do you like reckon that. they have to use frogs even for cloning people? <laughs> yeah, frog DNA. it's, yeah. sp- it's special. It's, so it's the special. magic stuff. That's the special Do you know stuff. you what Danny DNA said or whatever in the first movie? <laughs> DNA special stuff. Da- Danny DNA. What's the character's name? <laughs> um, Little Clippy of Jurassic Park. Clippy. I yeah. think his name is <laughs> Clippy. <laughs> Clippy of Jurassic Park. Oh
0: man, it's wild. It's mm. a really
1: Weird, wild stuff. I mean, John Carson would have said if John he was Carson. still alive. John Carson. John would have Carson. Said that. <laughs>
0: Here's John. <laughs> Jonathan Carson.
1: Here's
0: Jonathan. <laughs> oh my god, I'm still a bit reeling from it. Mm. If I'm honest, I haven't quite wrapped my head around it's it.
1: Psycho. I don't know if I, how I feel about that either.
0: Neither. I mean, it's just like apparently this is part of Trevor's vision the mm. entire time. He pitched it to. Uh, Spielberg when he first was you know working on his script or pitching his script for Jurassic World he pitched a trilogy and you know the first one would be the park the second one would be the breakdown of the park the third one would be Jurassic World the world where this entire world is now covered in dinosaurs Mm -hmm. and they're interacting with people on the mainland continents which I guess is what Spielberg wanted to do all along right that's what he wanted the original trilogy to be can you make
1: them go to San Diego (laughs) <laughs> I hope
0: they go to San Diego, dude
1: Yeah, it's pretty crazy Especially at the end of the movie When we're seeing America Different parts of America Covered by fucking dinos It's
0: like a fucking uh, This is Rise of the Planet of the Apes
1: It is Rise This is the Rise trilogy really. Yeah, the it's Planet this the Planet of the Apes trilogy.
0: Blue is Caesar Yeah And what I, they've been sneaking us into thinking This is just going to be another bunch of park movies mm. But no, it's actually going to be a movie Where this third one will be some kind of weird apocalyptic, -apocalyptic post-apocalyptic world where dinosaurs are now just going through fucking New York City. Uh, Dinosaurs inherit the earth. People, yeah They're inheriting the earth People are going to be hiding out in buildings Trying to escape from raptors And stuff like that It's crazy This is going to be a wild Compies are going
1: to be little pets Until they turn on everyone
0: I'd get five compies And I'd honestly make them Chomp on my ball bag (laughs) Five compies Remove
1: the teeth Let's have some fun (laughs) One long neck please You do the math One long neck Extra long (laughs) Extra (laughs) long You do the math. Okay. Uh, one carry the two.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Have we ever said on the record here that Carry the Two. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Immediately. I said, Carry the Two humor is the best. Carry <laughs> the Two is the That's best. That's from our prequels joke, episode. It. Yeah, Carry the-, the Two humor fucking rules. It's the
0: funniest joke you can ever do. Guys and gals out there, if you're trying to be funny amongst your friends and someone says, we need. uh. You know, six more beers and five mm. more hamburgers. Okay, go, Okay, well, six, we're we're five, carry the guarantee. two. Okay, that's 11. Okay. <laughs> It'll it's always so, kill.
1: Carry the two humour <laughs> is supreme humour. It's, it's funniest the funniest shit you can do. It's the funniest shit. Do you have any more thoughts about this film whatsoever?
0: I am freaking out about where this next movie is going to go. Because mm. in my head... It's going to be um, War of the Planet of the Apes. War of the Planet of the
1: Dinosaurs.
0: (laughs) It's just going to be... There's going to be militarized people going through abandoned ghost cities, um, trying to hunt fucking dinosaurs. I don't know if, like, Chris Pratt's going to be leading some fucking Mm. army group of people or some shit. To protect
1: the dinos. To
0: protect them. I don't know what it's going to be, but it is like... Bold And
1: it's big And, and it's, it's beautiful It's kind of bold it's, And beautiful it's man It's insane It's truly insane I just was I just taken off guard By the direction this movie took yeah. The direction this series took I think it's bold I'm excited by it again now <laughs> Yeah totally Just because it's like This is fucking nuts Well like what else could they do We've seen it all before Already yeah, make, I, They should have remade 3 next
0: <laughs> it's a okay. So your idea for yeah. Jurassic World Three is
1: that there is a little boy gets stuck on the island. Boy. My parents come back together, and they wait a second. My parents. What if it's
0: Chris Pratt and he, we meet his estranged parents?
1: It's Chris Pratt and Anna Faris.
0: Oh, they get back together. <laughs> oh, that's what I want for it too.
1: Yeah, I think that'd be great. Um, Here is my pitch. What mm. I think should have happened. Mm-hmm. This is a universal movie. Uh, Universal I know is, where you Universal this. is doing some cool <laughs> shit at the moment, Universal, if you're not aware of. Universal Oh, it's building its own universes So we see So let's um. <laughs> the end of this movie This is what I think should have happened Is By the way
0: Let's talk about how it actually ended and then Oh okay yeah So, so it, yeah It ended with all those dinosaurs Escaping over mm-hmm. America And then a monologue From the wonderful Ian Malcolm uh, Yeah dinosaurs Who <laughs> says Yeah well You know We're entering a new age An age where dinosaurs Are inheriting the earth They're taking over the earth
1: Welcome And I thought he was going to say to a new world of gods and monsters. I thought he was literally going to go, hey, welcome we're in a Frankenstein To a thing.
0: new world of gods and monsters, the dark universe. I
1: thought that's what was going to happen. But he says, welcome to Jurassic World.
0: Which is lame. It would have been cooler if
1: he said, welcome to the dark universe. And then we see the universal logo. <laughs> Flip it's beautiful. Down. It's bright. <laughs> Flip it around. We go to the other side of the world. All of the The dark side. universe.
0: Either that or another scenario that we thought of was during the um, bit where people <laughs> yeah. are bidding on bidding dinosaurs, on we <laughs> see Russell Crowe as Dr. Jekyll yeah. in, the, um, in amongst the crowd and he goes Hello there, it's
1: me. I'm Dr. Thomas Jekyll. I'll just put a is. small bit on there.
0: Put a small, a bit. small bit? I'd like one
1: of these creatures. <laughs> Uh, Ashley, can't you borrow one million dollars on a fucking T Rex? I'm fucking Mr. Iron. I don't want to get a T Rex in my house. I want T Rex to join my team with me and the mummy. I'm the Dr. Chickle. We'll get the mummy there. We get Mr. Frankenstein. And we get a fucking bride of Frankenstein. We're gonna be a fucking Avengers. And we get the fucking Indominus Rex in there. <laughs> Imagine if they crossed this movie over with The Mummy or with any of those fucking
0: movies. I would love it. Or even like, what's another universal property that we love? Oh my God. Is of course the ballad of Dominic Toretto.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If this is like, if then one of the things, if like, (laughs) they're like, I gotta put a stop to this. <laughs> and then like we just see the and the thing is like one million dollars. I want to fuck a T-Rex. And then like a car just bursts through. <laughs> a beautiful Mustang comes yeah. through.
0: He's like, Hey, I'll put a stop to this. Toretto jumps out. He saves the dinosaurs. Yeah. Toretto, Dominic Toretto and Owen Grady mm. teaming up. To go around wow. saving dinosaurs from fucking Dr. Jekyll? <sighs> oh, my God. That's the, that's the fucking universe team-up that I want to see. Oh, Fast my God. Fast and Furious Fallen Kingdom.
1: Yeah. Dark universe. Dark universe. Oh, my God. If this was... A, they got Drac in there. Oh, God. It's so sick.
0: Drac versus Rock.
1: First First compies? Whoever
0: wins (laughs) We win as well That's awesome Wow I mean This is wild shit It's just becoming It's gonna be as big as Fast and Furious Like Huge crazy world Mm. With no sense of logic to it I'm into it I think Uh, it's cool I think
1: it's so insane I'm into it Yeah I think I I I came out of the movie Shook And in a good way and also, I, I do understand if you're someone who's watched this movie and you have had a negative reaction to it, I do <laughs> understand that because... <laughs> I, I totally get <laughs> it, man. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> the script is insane. It sucks, man. Yeah. This movie sucks. But it's also <laughs> the fucking coolest. It's a truly insane movie. Yeah. I reckon this might be the most insane reboot that we've covered. Definitely. Especially because we thought it was safe. Uh, We thought it was safe to go back to the park a few days ago (laughs) And now it's like, holy fuck This should have fucking Russell Crowe in it now and stuff (laughs) Their possibilities are endless Because
0: as we mentioned at the start of this podcast We recorded this as as soon as we saw the movie So Mm -hmm. by the time you're listening That was three long weeks ago Two Two, Two, two two. or three weeks ago Uh, And uh, I don't know what people are saying about it in your Mm. time In your timeline. Yeah. Right now, critical reviews have been mixed, to say the least. And I'm seeing a lot of people on Twitter saying they hated this movie and that it sucked. And I'm here to say, if I'm the lone voice out here, Mm. along with Alexi, who think this movie rules, then we need to start a little uprising. Mm -hmm. Because it's actually a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a fucking blast. And it swings for the fence. And sometimes it misses, and sometimes it fucking knocks the fence over. And
1: this fence is fucking electrified,
0: this fence. This movie ends with a T-Rex knocking through a fence and roaring at a lion, and the lion roars back. Yeah. And they're in the San Diego Zoo.
1: And then I think at the end, honestly, I think the Velociraptor, it felt like it was like going to be in front of the Hollywood sign.
0: Yeah, it was like in LA, and
1: it was like it was. I swear, <laughs> Blue like
0: makes it to LA or
1: something. <laughs> we don't see the Hollywood sign, but it had to be in front of it. Like, it don't you reckon? Definitely, it, felt like it looked
0: it? like the Hollywood Hills. It's run to, like, it's overlooking LA or something. Oh, and it's just God. like, I'm going to go tear up the fucking Hollywood scene, man. Do you know
1: what he reminded <laughs> me of? And I was like, I would love it if this could be it. Just thinking about it now is if then you see, like, Honey, I blew up the kid. Like, <laughs> the giant, <laughs> kid, giant kid has to fight the T-Rex. Oh, my God. What oh. are they
0: going to do? I reckon in this next one, it'll be fucking Pacific Rim or some shit. Like, oh. people will have invented mechas. Or Jaegers to God. fight the fucking dinos. If
1: they have mechas in this, honestly, I'm going to start praying down to it. <laughs> uh, wow. This movie's crazy. you got to see it on the big screen. It's yeah. insane. It's
0: the most outrageous blockbuster I've seen in a fucking long time. Mm. I think the last time I felt like this was during the end of Jurassic World, the fight between the three or four fucking dinosaurs. And I remember just watching that and going, this is crazy. I can't believe anyone Mm. is watching this. This is
1: wild. And now there's little girls that are clones.
0: Yeah, now there's fucking clone girls and... It's a fucking Frankenstein Dracula movie. Uh, this is insane.
1: Insane. I, I genuinely enjoyed this a lot. I'm Me glad we got to see it together. I'm glad that we got to see it with Nick as well. Um, that was so fun chatting about this fucking insane movie right <laughs> after it. Yeah. And so fun talking about it now. If you guys also had fun listening to this, you can give us five stars on iTunes and in your review, leave us the movie that you'd like to see us reboot ourselves, just like we kind of did with this one here, <laughs> uh, and give us a little twist of what you'd like to see us, how you'd like to see us reboot it, and what we will do with that is that we are planning to reboot ourselves every movie ever made over at patreon.com slash totalreboot. For $5 a month, you get access to our exclusive bonus podcast where we go through and reboot movies ourselves. We've done one on American Pie. We've done one on Indiana Jones. They're both really funny. Some of the dumbest podcasting we've ever done, (laughs) but also some of the most fun shit we've ever done. Uh, So those are for $5 a month. You can head on over there and pay $5 a month, and you'll get those. We've
0: got a bunch of cool exclusive stuff coming through our Patreon, including some commentaries mm-hmm. for movies. Uh, you could join our very exclusive Cinephile Registry, yes, which, which is, is a f- private group on Facebook where we talk about movies,
1: flicks, cinema, skinema, all types of shit. You with can check our that out. Patreons. We just got a Patreon through as we we're recording this. I'm going to give a shout-out to Jake C., who pledged our best. Our elite luxury level Patreon of six ninety for horny babies out there. So if you pledge a little bit more, you're gonna get a shout out live on the podcast, Jake C. Thank you, baby, for doing that for us. Jake
0: C I'll see you in the movies and in my bedroom. <laughs> okay. That's one of the that's one of the rewards yeah. is that Cameron will fuck you. Yep. Badly. Cannot promise that you will come. But But I will You can
1: guarantee that Cammy
0: will He's a one-pump chump Yep (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of one-pump
1: chumps uh, You can pump on over to Twitter and talk Uh to us there You can send Cameron a DM over at I am Cameron James on Twitter and Instagram. Slide into them there.
0: And you are, of course, this is Alexi on both of those platforms. Mm, Yes, I'm
1: tearing it up on both of them right now. Thank you so much for joining me there. Uh, You can also talk to us together at Total Reboot Pod on Twitter. Also, Total Reboot at betapods.net dot net if you want to send us a longer email we'll probably do a little mailbag segment one day over at the patreon so get in some questions get in some thoughts to us we can do anything for you we can do literally anything we the world is now Jurassic world anything it's a world of gods
0: <laughs> and monsters and clones <laughs>
1: Welcome to a new age of gods, monsters, and, and clones and as clones, well. Actually, actually. yeah. yeah I think yeah. about it. Now, now I'm getting there. It is. There will be clone or two. There will be clones. Next, the... <laughs> the next one. <laughs> <laughs> next week on the podcast. Now that we have finished our Jurassic Park discussions, we are not coming back to the future yet we're staying in the jurassic period we're done we're not done with dinos just yet we're not done with dinos or should i say dinos we're talking about the second time we're talking about dino on this podcast after dean martin that is we are talking (laughs) about the flintstones yeah we're gonna
0: do a little thing uh every now and then probably sporadically Mm -hmm. where we will look at uh, TV to cinema Reboots And cartoons to reboots Cartoons and stuff like that. to live action reboots That sort of thing uh, That's just for fun Something a bit silly And fun to talk about We've got one On the Flintstones Which yep. is one of the most Insane movies ever made And we have a wonderful guest Guy Montgomery Joining us for yeah, that Yeah one of our
1: favourite Guys to hang out with Guy Montgomery So that'll be fun mm-hmm. So listen to that one It'll be coming at you Very soon We love you babies Goodbye See you at the movies And streaming online <laughs> wait a